hello. Uh, check one. Check two. Are we recording? 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 Okay, deaf perspective listeners. I like to call you deafers. Izzy used to hate that shit, but now he loves it. <laughs> used to. Used to hate. Now he loves it. Definitely. So that's those the niggas that be uh slinging them hearing aids, ain't it? Yeah. That shit was flawless. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay, Izzy. You got a, yes, hot, you yes. got a hot take for us this week, my guy. I do. I okay. do. The hot take for today uh-huh. is bullying. Does it build character? Huh. Uh. Now I have been uh, bullied. Believe it or not, you know. Um. I I've, I've been I've been on both sides. I've been uh, the bully and the and the bullied. Mm-hmm. Um. I I've never gotten a. Uh, I never got like you know my hair put in toilets and no you know super super crazy shit. But you know I get I've I've, I've been janked on and publicly embarrassed and humiliated and uh, yeah I went the thing with me is um I didn't get good at uh you know janking on folks and coming back you know with with the wisecracks and roast until <clears throat> hold, hold on until boomer, hold on boomer hold on boomer what's janking. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, that's that's gone now. That's I, gone. They don't say they don't say Jenkins. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. I ain't heard Jenkins. I haven't heard Jenkins in a time. minute. God dang! You pull, I mean, that, you pull that motherfucker out the archives. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I mean, my my son say Jenkins, but he lived with me, so damn. Uh huh. So, all right, y'all. So, so I'm I'm country. So, um. But but you know just just being able to roast, being able to be on the spot with the with roast the insult song, roasting, grilling, yeah. cooking. Okay, yeah, firing up, firing up, right. And um, yeah, I I got good at firing folks up because I got publicly embarrassed because like I didn't want you know chicks looking at me like damn this nigga he getting he getting fired up over here. Yeah, yeah. So uh, what do you fellas have to say about this? About bullying. Okay. So, yeah. Joffrey, you want to start? Because I'm still, I'm still piecing some shit together. Yeah. Um, I can start. Um, you know, I mean, I've been bullied too. Uh, in life, I kind of feel as if that's something that just happens to everybody at some point or another. You know, whether it's everybody. Like, yeah, whether it's like bullying in school or you know, kind of in my case, I felt like a lot of bullying I had uh, came from being in church. And being around church people, oh. and certain people, and even certain people that were, you know, uh, leaders and supposedly men bullying you, ban- men and or women of God, um, that they're basically like, and, and, you know, and they come at it from a place of, you know, challenging you or encouraging you to, you know, grow in your walk with God. Or, you know, oh, grow as a spiritual person. <laughs> um, you know, and I'm actually even thinking about, like, one, uh, about one particular instance at, like, my old church. Um, and, you know, it, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was basically someone that was in leadership that had, you know, just basically, like, bullied everybody. Huh. Um, mm. You know, and just, and, like, intimidated everybody and, you know, 
kind of made people jump when they said jump. And, uh, um, you know, but then there was this whole thing of, like, you know, you can't, you know, like, you definitely can't, you know, chop back or, you know, respond back in a negative way because you would be, you know, basically... Disrespectful. Well, disrespectful, obviously, but also, like, you know, disrespectful against God because that's God's anointing. <laughs> the person that, you know, God put in charge of yeah. people. God ain't never anointed nobody to bully. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that, yeah, but go yeah, ahead. Yeah, like, exactly. So, I mean, that was kind of like, you know, being caught in that mindset for years. And when you come out of it, um, well, you have to deal with kind of like the the spiritual trauma from that. But it also kind of makes, you know, but if you can do that, there is that part that makes you resilient and makes you say to yourself that I'm never going to be a part of a situation like that again. And it will make you a stronger person. But also resentful, right? Also very resentful, too. So it's like, yeah, you have to deal with trauma. You have to deal with resentment. You have to deal with forgiveness. You've got, like, all of these things you have to navigate uh, through. But also, too, if you can navigate through them successfully, I mean, that's pretty much like what being an adult is. Right. Right. Yeah, I get get that, and I I hear what y'all are saying. Yeah. I don't think it's right, though. Right. Like, the actions themselves are fucked up and not right. Right. Something positive can come from a negative all day long. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do agree that being bullied in school sometimes... I mean, depending on which direction you go with it. I mean, mm. sometimes it could cause or lead to mass shootings in school, right? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That could be a thing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's um, that, that's that's definitely a factor that's on the table. Sure, sure. Um, could also lead to yeah, some tough skin, right? Mm-hmm. And, and get and getting you ready for the world out here, right? <laughs> right. But I do. I do also think that it's the teachers and the parents' responsibility to do that effectively. And for it not to be left up to the whims and the wiles and the capri- capriciousness of mm-hmm. uh, hormonal teenagers. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I look mm. at I like that. I look at those photos of you know the first black kids that got to go to an integrated school. Yeah. In the fifties, yeah. and you see those photos, and all those people are you know, like yelling at them. Pointing at him, right. you know, being like, you don't want you niggers here, you know, just straight yeah. up, just like, if that's not bullying, I don't know what is. Right. But right. those kids didn't go off and like shoot a school, you right. know. And and I, and I also, uh, it's another thing too, right? Like I I slap box with my son. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. But I know I can't hit him too hard. Yeah. And what I'm doing is I'm trying yeah. to show him how to defend himself. Right. Exactly. Right. I also I do jank. On my son sometimes. Ah, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga said, I do jank. <laughs> and he said that, he was like, you heard the quotation marks, right? That is to build character, but me as an adult, I'm not mm-hmm. doing it getting satisfaction out of anything other than the fact that I am helping him to be able to right. handle the shit that the world's gonna throw at it. Mm-hmm. Right, a little, yeah. little training, you know, yeah. little training. Teenagers and your and your peers at a young age. That's not that's not the intent. Yeah. For them, right. 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 Exactly. Absolutely. And when and when your peers give it to you, so rough 
and you, you oh, it's gonna be raw. Right, and you haven't experienced that at home, mm-hmm. where your parents have haven't showed you not only love and care and affection, but also, I gotta get a little rough with you. I gotta initiate you. Now, I love it that you said all this because this because this goes perfectly into my next question. Okay, which is kind of like not really related to the topic, but kind of related. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. How do you feel about corporal punishment or spankings? I'll, I'll put it this way. So, so one of the podcasts that I listen to mm-hmm. is a is a podcast by you know a black comedian. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, had a show in the nineties, mm-hmm. and one of the and one of the things that he did, he asked uh, his listeners uh, to send in and email him. Uh, ass whooping stories, uh-huh. like stories about when they were when they were a kid and oh, they got the ass whooped. That's that's that's, good, that's that's easy material. He knew what he was doing. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's so good. And that's the, so good. And the stories came, and it's like right. I'm sure I'm, they were funny. Oh, they're hella funny. But is it really though? Well, okay. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it's like okay. So for the ones where it was like, yo, you know. I had to stay with my grandma because my mom was working three jobs and then I was bored in my grandma's house and then when I found out I had to stay overnight, then I said, man, I fucking hate that bitch and my mom heard me and came up and whooped my ass. Right. Like, that's funny because, like, nigga, you asked for that shit. Yeah, yeah. You know? Right, right. So, building, building character. Right, yeah. And it's like, it, it, like, even when you hear it, it's like, ooh, like, oh, it's coming, right? All right, so but, what, but, right. But, but for that story... Then you'll have one where, like, yo, I was just, like, outside with my friends being goofy and telling jokes. And then, like, my mom called me in the room and spanked me because I was being too goofy. Oh, yes. And it's like, (laughs) yo, this kid didn't do anything. He was just having fun. But because this mom is probably, like, frustrated, overworked, stressed out, all this shit, she heard her kid laughing and she's like, nah, not today. Mm. Right, yeah, um, yeah. Because so, she was having a bad day. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like. Nah, see, that ain't cool. Yeah. That ain't cool. I mean, and and, 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 tr- and truth be told, it ain't cool. It ain't right. But we human. Right? We're human. And I'm not saying that to justify the shit. Mm-hmm. Right. But I'm saying the shit happens. Right. And then also, right. too, well, and then also, you know, it is definitely a difference between black and white. Because definitely, if you're black and you're of a certain generation... You got spanked. You got your ass whooped. Well, brother, that ain't, right. nothing, that ain't nothing but the slave master culture that's been passed down from generation through generation. Am I wrong? I've heard that theory a lot, and I, I do think that we, I know for a fact that we have residual trauma from slavery, oh, and our, over, our over-aggression is a part of it, but... Pre-colonial um, civilizations also, you know, they they would do the same thing like traditionally. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, I think I think it's I think it's a part of our human nature, but our human nature is also instinctually violent as well. Yeah. So it's like I I, I feel you, and I definitely feel that that colonialism like up that shit and really ingrained it in us. Yeah. But absolutely. um. I, I think I think it's I think it's our natural human character that makes us that makes us show you like, hey, if you if you can't do this, there's pain involved. Right. right. Okay. But what? what okay. And, and I agree. I agree. But, and and I will say this, we are animals, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. What's, what separates us from the beasts? 
Shit, the fact that the fact that we can think about ourselves. Yes. We have opposable thumbs. We can. Yes. Right. And you know, and we walk on two legs. Right. I mean, emotionally and intellectually. Is what we We have vertebrae. Sorry, man. I was trying to get on National Geographic about it. <laughs> this guy. We are the dominant species on planet Earth. Apparently, if you look into our Latin names. Yeah, no, but. but I mean, I think I think what I think the point that I'm trying to make is yes, that is instinctually the thing that we do, but we also have brains and we also have psychology and we know the way that the human psyche works mm-hmm. and we know about trauma now. And when you know better, right. you should fucking do better. Yeah. Well, right. Well, that's, know, the, that's, that's what the, I'm trying that's to do. The plan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's I mean, the like, plan. That's, I mean, like that's what I'm like aiming for too. It's hard, and I'm not gonna say I'm a perfect yeah. parent. I spanked my child all the way till he was about uh, three, and it wasn't like an everyday thing. No, of course not. Right. And, and I feel like, and and my logic behind the whole thing when he was hella young was, and and you know when he was hella young, like one, two. Yeah, I didn't spank him to hurt him. No, but you, you know, spanked but him to let him know what you're doing is not right. Because you he couldn't fully understand the words yeah. that were coming out. I couldn't. I couldn't. Uh, uh, I couldn't communicate with him effectively. Mm-hmm. He had no logic mm-hmm. at right. that point. He right. didn't understand the human language enough to understand that what he was doing was wrong. Right. To correct it. Right. Yeah. So that that pain that he was feeling was was a correction for me. Now looking back, if I could have done it again, I wouldn't spanked him at all. Okay. Right. All that's right. just my personal preference. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel. Right. But I um. When he turned when oh, he turned ahead. about when he turned about three years old, we reached a point where spanking wasn't working anymore, and he would he would throw a fit, and I would spank him, and then my initial reaction was well maybe I'm not hitting him hard enough. Then I hit him a little mm. harder, and he continued to throw the fit. And at that point, I was like, all right, oh, this ain't working. Yeah, yeah. You this know. ain't yeah. working. Yeah, I mean. What I'm teaching him right now is the way to solve a problem is to inflict pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. all he's feeling is that pain. He doesn't understand the correction part, right? Mm-hmm. All he feels is the pain. Right. And me telling him, you did, you did wrong. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you know, it's like, I'm not a father. I don't have kids, but I've often thought about what I would do or what, you know, when it, when it comes to that point, how I would handle it. Um, and so, you know, at the same time, it's like, I would like to say that, you know, I'm not going to spank my child. I don't agree with spanking, blah, blah, blah. And I think I, you know, on like an academic level, that's how I see it. And you know, <coughs> you know ultimately too, you know, you have to, uh, be in sync with your partner and your spouse and you have to be on the same page of stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, that's super important. But also, too, black people of a certain generation, you know, when we see white kids get away with some bullshit or pull some bullshit, and, you know, just like, even if it's something where, like, you know, you, you're in the grocery store and you see some kid freaking out or whatever, or if you... Right. Or if, like, like, like my favorite story was when um, I was 10 years old playing soccer in this league and we were playing this game and the coach was, you know, being the coach, like, yelling, like, go on, go, go, go! And this one kid, our star forward, stopped and looked at him and said, what the hell do you think I'm doing? And me as a kid, I'm like, yo! Like, Whoa, this nigga's tripping. Yeah, what the fuck? Like, if I pull that shit, I'll be slapped to next week. Yeah. And, by everybody. And, and, and that's 
the kind of, kind of piggyback off of that, that's what I was going to say. My kid, um, you know, they just started school, and they go to a very, um, very wealthy, mostly white mm-hmm. school. And my, um, my oldest one, he hasn't been in in-person school in like three years. Yeah. Um. So, so this is this is his first time being back in a while. Yeah. And it's his first time being around a lot of white people. Period. Yeah. He's, and after the second week, he's like, "Dad, these kids are bad as hell." Yeah. He's like, "They need, they need their ass whooped." Yeah. Like, he said like, that to me. Yeah. It's he like, said these that kids are getting away with murder out here. You know so what? I'm like, oh, so you understand that, you know, all those whoopings aren't just, just to be beaten on you, just to beat your ass, but it's to actually show you different, you know what I'm saying, like right, right and wrong behavior. Yeah. I mean, one and, of the stories from that podcast was like, you know, typical thing, this kid, you know, goes on a sleepover with his white friend, you know, and sees sees his white friend's like little sister, pull a fit, blah, 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 get what she wants. He's like, oh shit, he got exposed to that white magic. He's like, yo, I'm gonna try right. that. You know, <laughs> he's that like, I'm gonna try that. Like, like next time, like, like when I'm home, and of course, got his ass beat. Yo, <laughs> right. So, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this right here. Like, parents, in no way am I trying to tell you how to raise your children, right? Mm-hmm. You know your kids better yeah. than anybody, right? Right. You know what works. You know what doesn't work. For me personally, though, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I was beat and whooped yeah as a child i I was too and i got some trauma behind that shit Mm -hmm. right yeah and i am deathly afraid of going too far right you know as you should if i physically discipline my child right right so i refrain from it all all the way right i don't i don't do that right but i will say this there's something to be said about giving a child everything they want Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, yeah. Now, Christian people say all the time, and Jaffa, you were talking about being raised in the church, mm-hmm. right? Um, Christian people say all the time, and I'm sure y'all have heard this is a scripture that says, spare the rod, spoil the child. Oh, yeah. That's, have you heard that? Oh, yeah. Heard that a lot. Now, I think mm-hmm. where a lot of Christians get this shit misconstrued is they think the rod is something to beat the child with. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. That's not what that is. The rod is a stick that you put in the ground and you guide a plant around the mm, rod okay. to the sun to get the nutrients. Right. Mm. If you don't give your kids guidance, mm-hmm. you spoil yeah. them. Yeah. Right? You can't just give, and also you can't just give kids every fucking thing they want when they want it. No, absolutely You gotta have not. delayed gratification and there has to be some kind of sense of I earned this. Absolutely. Right. Right? Absolutely. I worked for this and now I get to have this. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. So what we do now with my son, and I'm not gonna say he doesn't get everything he wants because he fucking does. I, I'm not the only one. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like you wanna, you know. I, I simply can't afford to give him everything he wants. Right. Okay? <laughs> yeah. But, um,. What we do is we take things from him, Mm, Mm. things that he enjoys. When he's in trouble, we take things from him. Yeah, you take the PlayStation and whatnot, you know. And another technique that I have used that I found very useful is every time he deserves praise for something, Mm -hmm. I make sure I tell him that. Whenever he draws something that's dope, I tell him, I love that, son. I'm proud of you. You're working really hard on your sketching. Yeah. That is great. So... When he does something fucked up, and I tell him I'm disappointed in him, his it whole fucking harder. house crumbles down, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He is almost in tears. Yeah. And he don't want to do that shit again. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of y'all may think that's emotional manipulation, and you might be right. Yeah. You might be right. I mean, yeah. Yeah, color, color what it is. Yeah. Right. But it works. But, you know, like, 
a lot of us definitely have those stories where we did something and we were thinking that our parents were going to yell and freak out, but they didn't. But instead, they said they were disappointed in us, and that shit was worse. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck, I fucked up. Yeah. You, and know? you can't use that shit all the time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like, that's like a special weapon and, and that's, that's going to come out. That's what I was going to say. Um, if, if, if it is emotional manipulation, you know, if we're calling it that, then we know that that can lead to trauma, too. Sure. Later on in life, and, and, you know, and your you relationships can't, you can't, and shit. You, you can't use that weapon all the time. Yeah. You feel right. Like you Absolutely. can't use that weapon all the time. Yeah, that's only got to come out in certain mm. circumstances. And also sitting mm. with your feelings. We were, we were speaking about this a little bit earlier before the podcast. Mm. We had a little discussion that we're yeah. not going to get into right now. But sitting with those feelings and not reacting when you're emotionally charged. Yeah. Right? Mm. And I will say this shit too, right? So I, there are times where I yell at my son. Mm-hmm. There are times where I use profanity with my son. <laughs> but they're feeling mm-hmm. far in between. So yeah. when I do use that shit, he knows he needs to tighten the fuck up. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can I can count on one hand the times that, like, my mom cussed at me as a kid because, you, you know, she was, you know, she's, like, to this day, you know, a God-fearing lady, you know, loves Lord, you know, all that. But those times where I can remember where, like, my mom's, like, said a cuss word at me, I'm like, oh, shit, I fucked up. Like, right. Like mm-hmm. that, that straightened me right up. Right. So you know, you, I don't think you should be going around cussing at your kid all the time, especially because you know they're going to get immune to it, and then you're going to teach them, you know, these words. Right. That's that's all you do. Should be saying right. it. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. ever so often, you know, right. just to let them know you ain't the one I, to steal yeah. on. I, yeah, I, I think I think that's important. Like with with spanking and with um, with with the, even with the the whole reward system period, like you have to be very sparing and balanced. Mm-hmm. And that same thing is true with with the bullying. I, I think that's a great point you made, Joe. That it's up it's up to parents to tease and poke and pry to kind of get you out of your comfort zone. It's not a kid's responsibility because they're not doing it in the right way. Yeah, but, exactly. So, so, so there's that, there's that striking that balance again. But I will say that with bullying, um, being bullied by other kids, they're gonna push you way. They're gonna push you way further outside of your comfort zone than your parents. Will. Oh yeah, sure. yeah, absolutely. Because like kids are assholes. Yeah, they're gonna they <laughs> they they're gonna do you dirty. Yeah, they're gonna do yeah. You dirty, dirty. Dude, they're gonna they, they're they gonna make some fuck, memories. Man. Yeah. Yeah. But that that might be something you need that your that your your mom and your dad might not be prepared to give you. you sure, know, right. just just out of love. Sure, kind of one of those things that might you know make you toughen up a little bit. I mean, you're not gonna pick on your son or your child about a physical attribute that they cannot help. Mm-hmm. Right, them kids in school gonna do that shit. Yeah, okay. right. Yeah, they're gonna be rude. They gonna do son. that shit, right? But but that might be what you need to get over that insecurity. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I I definitely had one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So you know, and then we we also have these anti-bullying movements, or like there have been you know in recent years, there's been more awareness of this, and trying to find ways to stop it, especially in those like poor situations where you know kids in grade school are committing suicide right and, and that's something that nobody wants to see that's absolutely that breaks my absolutely. heart every time i hear about that mm. yeah so we see a lot of these like more awareness of anti-bullying and on one hand i'm like i think this is a good thing 
but also too it's like man this is just it's it's human nature like we're, ne- sure. we're never going to get rid of this mm-hmm. right so. i think i think that um the face-to-face bullying is a lot more manageable I think that with yeah. uh, online bullying, yeah. that's what's really boosting up mm. like the suicide rates. Yeah, because, absolutely. Because you know, once people get online, they give zero fucks. Like, that's there's it. No, you know, there's like all the one person gone. Right, exactly. Exactly. One person is not supposed to be able to manage the thoughts and opinions of 50, 60, 100, 200 people. Well, keep your kids so off of social media, though, for real. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have exactly. to keep your kids off of social media. Don't let if, you're, if your teenage daughter has 200 followers, she should not be subjected to the opinions nope. and thoughts and words of 200 people. Of people she she's can't not, even, yeah, She's not right. equipped to handle that. And, no yeah, way and possible. Then like, yeah, then also, too, let's not forget that uh, some of those followers are grown-ass men. Yep. So that's a whole oh, a lot, a lot of that's right, a whole right. Other, whole issue. Keep them kids off social. That's one thing we agree on on the hot take. Keep them kids off social yeah. media. It ain't it ain't nothing good for them. So uh, I I think that also it's it's important to highlight the fact that the majority of kids that are bullies in school are probably being bullied by their parents. Oh, absolutely. Uh, probably being mm. abused now, whether that be by their parents or their siblings or what I don't know, what have you. Family, I don't know. Family members. Family members, right? Or even po- possibly mm. even older, or I mean, maybe even peers at home in their neighborhood. That's mm. the thing too. Yeah, yeah. Because right? I mean, kids just don't. They don't. They don't. I don't think they do that shit naturally. That's like that's something that. I mean, it may be just maybe a little bit, but I mean, those that you could coin as actual bullies. Mm-hmm. You know, I think everybody has a bit of a bullying. Um, tendency well yeah just like you 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 get in certain situations and you know whoever is like the smallest of the runt or whatever that's what that's who everybody picks on yeah i remember one time when i was a kid hanging fruit you get picked on yeah dude for real (laughs) i do i remember one uh like one summer i went to you know summer church camp i was you know kid grade school and you know i was like me and these guys in this cabin and this one little small kid Everyone was fucking with him. And it was funny because um, his dad was the head usher at our church. That's like uh, that's like a whole other story. But, uh, uh, but yeah, everyone just kept fucking with this little kid. And I just felt bad for him. So I was like, you know what, man? Like, like you my homie for the week, man. Like, 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 you, like, you, can hang, like you can hang with me all week. Mm-hmm. We'll just kick it. We'll go swimming. We'll get ice cream. We'll get snacks t- together. Mm-hmm. And anyone else are like... Fussy is like, nah, man, like he's with me. Listen to this old what would Jesus do looking ass. <laughs> I just felt bad, man. Everyone was fucking with him. I'm like, WWJD. But, but, but that's what you need, though. Yeah. That's that's I think that's one thing to um you good for that. It's it's that's that's what's needed to bring that balance between like as a kid, you need friends, you need a support system, but you sleep need a little bit of you need some roughness. Yeah, yeah, you need, you you need a little bit of up a little bit too, but balance. you know <laughs> that, that, that balance. You, you, you're yeah. right. That balance and and, and to uh-huh. to harp to harp a little bit on the um on the corporal punishment uh, that you know Jaffa brought up here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that as a parent, I think it's your responsibility as a parent. Mm-hmm. To make sure that you're, you're not raising human beings that are doing the right thing because they're afraid of doing the wrong thing. Exactly. But yeah. that you're raising human beings that are doing the right thing because they want to, to do, do the, the right, right thing. thing yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That's like that's like religion, right? 
Yeah. I mean, what, people are being good because they're afraid of hell? Exactly. Come on. Right. That's yeah. not, your right. motives are fucked up because right. you're afraid something bad's going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. Nah, 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 You know, nah, you're nah. just like trying to get that afterlife life insurance. Be a good person because that's what the world needs. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. That's what you should be teaching your kids, in my opinion. Now, whether or not you, your kid needs a whooping, that's on you. Yeah. That's on you. It ain't for me. Yeah. You know, <laughs> right. I'm not here to tell you how to raise your children. Neither am I, but especially because I don't have. You better what them kids. I tell you, you need to what them damn kids. I'm not letting these motherfuckers run around doing what they want to do. They need to know. My children are soldiers. They yeah. they fucking know. Hey, yeah, hey, that's, that's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. Today. But don't also don't be raising no bullies. Yeah, don't be raising no fucking bullies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah that bully shit is weak. Yeah, nah, it's hella weak. And usually it's just like. And we all know it is like when anybody like stands up to that bully and actually like punches him in the fucking face, he backs down. Yeah. So. Yeah. Or she, because you know that can happen too. Yeah. I've been bullied. It, um, it ain't fun. But yeah. I, I found that uh, so what I did in high school is I hung out with the outcasts. I hung out with all the kids that got bullied. We we came together and we had mm-hmm. a little rainbow coalition. Right. If you yeah. will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know the the Asian kids that were good at math. Yeah, I mean that was a real thing. There was like three Asian kids in yeah, my school yeah, that yeah. were good at math, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I'm not being stereotypical. That no, was real. but they were good. Right? <laughs> that was real. Yeah, These yeah. Was five. yeah, yeah, right. yeah. The the kid, the kids that were that were very obese, mm-hmm. you know, um, the nerds, the black kids that weren't into rap, mm-hmm. like that, that. That was my peoples. Yeah, those were my peoples. The skateboarders, the mm-hmm. potheads, like, yeah. we all hung out together. The stoners, in you know. And looking at us, you would say they ain't got nothing in common except for the fact that we were bullied. <laughs> yeah. That's what we had in common. Except the fact that everybody hates us. Yep. Because <laughs> we didn't fit into your fucking cookie cutter ass group, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, I got nothing no, more to add, but go ahead. No way, Joe. <laughs> let me. You um, I, I listened to some of your rhymes, man, and I, I remember one um where you were talking about how you know you were a skinny kid growing up, yeah, and you know you got picked on and got this and got in some fights, yep. and um, but that made you tough enough and like become a a, a stand up guy, a fighter, and you know you you stand up for yourself, and you're you're a tough motherfucker now because of it. Okay. Would you say? Um. I mean, I, I mean, I, guess, I mean, I guess I'm average toughness, man. I don't know, man. This motherfucker's out there tougher than me. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's always a motherfucker tougher than you. It's always somebody that can beat the next man ass. But yeah. you know, you ain't you, you're you okay. You're not a, you're not a, you're not a pushover dude. You I know, know, a lot of motherfuckers I say that. I mean, no. I, okay, this is no. the thing. I, I know, I know when to be passive and I know when to be aggressive. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, that's. And I pick my that's battles good. too, yeah, right? Exactly. Like I know if if it's somebody that's like slick talking shit, and I know that what they doing is trying to like antagonize me to get me into like a, a tussle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, nah, I'm a, I'm gonna back out of it. Yeah, right? yeah. Nah, fuck that. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not fixing to fight you unless I gotta fight you. Yeah. Unless you know, like you, you have choice. to. Yeah. Unless you have to, you know, defend or pr- protect. Right. Or you hurt uh, somebody I'm family. with, yeah. one of my peoples, right? Mm-hmm. If you yeah. hurt one of my peoples, you finna get the on. fucking business, yeah. right? But like, you mm-hmm. gonna catch these hands. Yeah. But like, if yeah. you know, if we, I mean, if we, could, if I could wiggle out that shit, I'm gonna wiggle out that shit. Yeah, I'm the same way. It's mm-hmm. like if it's if it's pointless, if nothing is is gonna just like like come from this, but it's just some like ego shit. Nah, yeah, fuck that. Nah, I ain't down with it. I mean, and and from the outside looking in, there have been instances where people have seen me in an altercation, and will say shit like. Ah, you you fucking punk. You a fucking wuss or whatever, yeah. right? Okay, nigga, say mm. what you want, but mm. I knew that motherfucker had a, had a Glock. 
and I'm living to fight another fucking day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You call yeah. it what you want to call live. it. Live. Right. You live to but fight another day. But I seen this motherfucker throw hands with somebody else, and I'm not ready for that level of combat. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I'm uh, gonna, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just keeping it real. Yeah. I'm going to get my ass beat out here, and he's, I'd rather take the embarrassment of, oh, okay, he got chumped out. Then, oh, damn, you got your ass whooped. Because I got to wear that shit on my face. Yeah, exactly. Right. I got to live here. You don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like, if you, like, chump out, but you still look pretty and you ain't got no bruises, that's fine. I'm saying, have you seen this face? Yeah. Nigga, have you seen this face? This is my moneymaker, dog. Yeah. Fuck this up. You, you think know? this is an accident? Nah. It's premeditated, it's partner. on purpose, bitch. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> nah, but nah, I'm not. Okay, so, you know, nah, I. I, I will say that yes, being bullied did build character for me, but that's also because I'm cognizant enough and have had people in my life that have, that have instilled personal growth, right? And looking back at traumas and things that I've gone through and working through that shit and doing the work, right? Mm-hmm. It could have very easily gone the other way. Right. You feel me? I don't. I don't really know what your question is, Izzy. It's made me a better person, if that's what you're asking. Yes, me. Yes, it has. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you, I, okay. can't, I can't speak for everybody. Right. You know, like again, like no, I said, school right. shooters, right? Yeah, yeah. It didn't make them a better person. Nope, it didn't. Right. <laughs> and it, it even, even, okay, I'll give you another example. People that go on to, as soon as they graduate high school, oh, I'm going to go be a police officer. Okay, bullying didn't make you a better person. You're right. Exactly. Right. It's like right. they became a cop so they, the could, ultimate bully. they could bully other people. You know, so. Instead yeah. of protecting and serving. So. Should, we, should we take every should we take every chance that we have and every um, every avenue um, in society to avoid raising people right. that want to yeah, be yeah. fucking fascists? Mm, right. Yes, right. I would say so. Exactly. I mean, that's you at the root of fascism, ain't it? Ain't that, ain't that, ain't that at the root of fascism? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 absolutely. You, you me up now. Okay, so yeah, no. Fascism does not really care. <laughs> no, quite the opposite. <laughs> All right. I got nothing to add. Do you yeah. have anything else? Yep. Yeah, good. I'm going to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Deaf Perspective listeners. Hope you enjoyed the hot take. We'll be right yeah. back for our world class media review. Stay tuned. Yeah. Okay, Deaf Perspective listeners, we are back, just like we are every week for our world-class media review. <laughs> yeah. So, Java, so, I know. Yes, you know this, that man. milk comes in crates. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. And milk, to some, could be described. I mean, I guess if you're not lactose intolerant, the nectar of the gods. Some right? would say that, but you, Java, <laughs> but me. on the other hand. Put ear nectar in these said milk crates. Exactly. I like how you said that. That ear we call nectar. yes, ear nectar. <laughs> yeah. That we call vinyl. Yes. So, what speakers and turntables have you been pollinating, and what vinyl are you uh, fucking with right uh, now? All right. Yeah. I, yeah. I can tell you that. First of all, I'm, I think that analogy went a little too yeah. far right there. First of all, <laughs> I want to say, yo, I've been listening to that cheat codes all this yes. week. Yes. Bruh. Fire, son. Huh. Fire. Huh. But uh, uh, but yeah. So um, I've got I've got another okay. So I got another album that I'm just as excited about that's coming out next weekend. But I'm not gonna talk about it. Oh, okay. Here. All right. All right. But, yeah. 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 All right. Right. We'll, we'll, all right. We'll, we'll, bet. Um. So I want to talk about a cat named 
Dexter Wanzel. Have you heard of Dexter Wanzel? Of course I have it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Dexter Wanzel, uh, he was a mu- uh, he's a musician from uh, Philly. Um, and uh, he was one of the cats that um, worked with... Um, Philadelphia International Records. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've we've talked about that label before. That was the label that you know had, you know, they produced the Philly Sound. You know, like OJ's, Lou Rawls, you know, Billy Paul, all that. Um, but uh, Dexter was uh, he was an in-house writer and engineer, uh, or not not uh, engineer, arranger and producer for mm-hmm. them. But he also did um, a series of um, solo records. And the main one I want to highlight uh, is one called Life on Mars. He does not cover the Bowie song. That's however. what I was going to ask you. Because yeah. I'm looking at it and I'm like, is this a... Yeah, no, no, not a Bowie cover. Okay, but, which is a dope song, by the way. Yeah, it, oh my God, it's one of the most so amazing songs ever. Sue George <laughs> covers it. Yeah. And I think Sue George sings it in French. It's uh, Portuguese. It's Portuguese. That's part of that whole uh, Life Aquatic soundtrack, soundtrack where he does. Yes, uh, we like, that. Where like, he does um, mm-hmm. Bowie covers. Uh, but amazing, by the way. But so this record, uh, Life on Mars, it's basically just like um, it's got a lot of themes of like you know space travel, obviously space yeah. stuff, Afrofuturism, huh? Yeah, definitely. Like definitely Afrofuturism. Uh, lots of like awesome like synth work. And sounds and stuff like that, just kind of you know, like, like he was, was kind of like Dexter was basically kind of like uh, Phil- Philadelphia International's like synthesizer guy. Mm. Um, mm. But, I, but you know, and this 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 whole album is dope. But I really want to highlight uh, two tracks in particular. Right. Um, there's one called uh, "You Can Be What You Want to Be," and this song, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just put it honestly. This song is one of the main reasons why this record is always in. Whenever I go DJing, that's yeah. one of the main reasons why that record is always in my record bag. Okay, um, it's one of those like just. It's one of my favorite songs ever because it's just one of those like funky tracks that you listen to and it's like again you can see you know niggas like popping and locking in this shit mm-hmm. and just yeah. like like break dancing just it's just it's so fucking epic and one of the main things that makes this song what it is is the string arrangement they've been used to enhanced songs, you know, usually, you know, very, right. you know, memorable string parts, you know, stick in our head, whether it's like, you know, Eleanor Rigby or yeah. you know, something else. But, man, there is really something to be said for a funky string arrangement. Mm-hmm. And it's something that you heard a lot in, like, you know, 70s R&B, 70s funk, you know, definitely disco. Um, but, man, it's like, there's something about, like, a particularly like funky string arrangement and it's crazy to me where it's just like you have something that is like coming from instruments that are you know traditionally used for classical music right and, you know choral music and stuff like that but if you write an arrangement in such a way that that shit makes you want to dance like that shit just right. makes you just, just right. want to just like cut oh man there's there's nothing like it and so the song itself is great, but that string what, arrangement. What, what, are you, what are you cutting? With a rug? 
Uh, yeah, we're going to cut a rug, as they say. As the, as, as the kids say. Uh, but, God, but yeah, no, it's one of those songs that just, I mean, yeah, you like, if you don't, if you don't instantly want to dance when you hear it, I don't know what's wrong with you. Uh, um, yeah. So, there's so there's so there's that song. There's another song. The other one I want to highlight is called a uh, theme from a uh, theme from the planets. Uh, it's an instrumental, and both of you have heard this song because huh. this song has been sampled loads of times. Probably it's it's yeah. just, it, like it's just one of the most like sickest dope instrumentals. It fucking starts with a breakbeat, mm. just like drum mm. intro. And it's like so, yeah, like yeah. you, like you'll hear those drums. I'm like, I heard these drums before. Right, right, right. Because yeah, I mean, it's, it's 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 like breakbeat 101. Okay, like straight yeah. up. And then like the rest of the instrumental is just this like lazy funk, like loads of synths and just like kind of like a lot of what you would even hear. Think of like like low rider, like you no. Know, sound and sense so like, you know kind of like you know mm. when i say low rider i mean like 90s gangster rap okay. kind of like right yeah like that <laughs> you know like like a funky worm from ohio players okay but not exactly like that but like same type of feel it's just like it's definitely one of those songs that like yo you want to put on you, you blaze the shit man mm-hmm. it's just it's just it's just it's just like so cool and so smooth, and the rest of the record is fucking dope too. And the rest of his albums are fucking dope too. He did about you know four or five or six records in the late seventies. Um, so yeah, mm. definitely, definitely check out my boy Wester. That's uh, Dexter, up. I should say. Yeah, Dexter, uh, Dexter, Dexter Wessel, Wessler. Yeah, yeah. Is what is it, Dexter? Dexter Wanzel. It's Wanzel. Yeah, it's W A N S E L. That's Dexter Twister. Yeah, yeah. Dexter Wanzel. When you see the album cover, and if you see like pictures of him. I swear to God, like the weekend is straight up trying to look like him. Like what? now, when like, <laughs> like now when the weekend, you know, like like when he has his like clean fro, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like if yeah. you do, yeah, like like Google image that and Google image like Dexter Wanzel, and like they look almost mm-hmm. exactly the same. Yeah, right. we gonna mm. do that. We gonna do that. Yeah. All right, yeah, I'm gonna fuck with this. I'm gonna see what's up with this. I might play this today while yeah. I'm cleaning Dexter up. You know, that's my, yeah. that's my jam, Dexter Wanzel. Yeah. All right, so I've got a um, so spoiler alert for all the mm. listeners Ooh, out there, um, guys. I'm sorry. I guess I'm not, I'm, gonna gonna, I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna get a plot out or like the okay. I ain't gonna give too much. But um, I saw on Hulu recently the film Prey. Oh mm. yes, have you seen it? I've heard about it. Okay, so it's supposed to be a, a, Prey, a Predator. Prey is the newest installment in the Predator franchise. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, but Prey. Get to the chopper. Right? No, but wait now. Hold on, because Prey is the prequel to all of the Predator films. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Prey was set three hundred years ago. Shit. And it is when yeah. the Predator um, came to Earth <laughs> okay. and encounters uh, the Comanche Nation. Yeah. Right. So right. indigenous peoples. Oh shit. Um. It's already hard as fuck. It is hard as Damn, fuck. Damn, all right. it's like all primitive weapons. There's no, yeah. like, big-ass machine guns, right. rockets, and shit like that. Oh, all right, okay. Of course, the, pre- the Predator is also a bit primitive, doesn't have the weapons that uh, you've seen the newest Predators have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? The cast is amazing. Um, it's 
indigenous peoples. Mm -hmm. The main character is Naru. All right. Uh, played by Amber Midthunder. Oh, okay. okay. Um, her brother's name is Tybee. Tabby, mm -hmm. Tabby, Tabby, I don't know, T-T-A-A-B-E, played by Dakota Beavers. Um, excellent film. Okay. I got to tell you, um, I'm, I am i can't give it a solid 10. All right. Uh, okay. But, because I feel like, all right, so I feel like action films. Yeah, I was going to say, what are, what, are the, what are the cons? What, what was like? Yeah, yeah. Right. I, it's hard for me to give a action film or a sequel that even happens to be a prequel. Mm-hmm. A solid ten, mm -hmm. just because I kind of got a bad taste in my mouth with films that are made after the first film was made. Yeah, you know? I'm. Yeah, mm. I'm. I'm the same way too, especially with like prequels. I mean, now I think they did the smart thing mm -hmm. and based it in the past. Yeah. So that it's like, oh, okay, well, actually, this this right. does make sense that this happened before the first. Yeah, film. probably them loose ends. But yeah, but I gotta tell now. I don't know. I don't think Ridley Scott did this one, but I, I mean, I know there was an Alien versus Predator, which I really couldn't get down with those shits. Mm. I, I, that felt yeah. very much like like Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, I didn't even I, see Alien versus Predator. I, I mean, really I saw Jason versus Freddy. I mean, I did see AVP, and I, it's yeah. it's it's all right, right. I only fuck with the first two Alien movies, Alien okay. and Aliens. So if you like Alien and Aliens, okay. Um, have you seen Prometheus? Yes. Did you like Prometheus? I fell asleep during it. Okay, so watch, watch. But I, I need yeah. to watch it again, though. Watch the whole thing. Oh, okay. Because I got to tell you, uh, I think that the Alien franchise and the Predator franchise did a very good job with prequels. Oh, okay. I think All they right. did a very fucking good job with prequels. This is an excellent prequel, and I, I'm going to give it a 7.8. Oh, okay. Um, right. Which, I mean, again, oh, action films ain't going to get a 10 for me. They're not gonna get a ten. For real? Mm -mm. I mean, uh, but I, I, I really, I really. Why not? Well, why not? Dude, well, okay, and I, I, Certain I'm gonna tell you this. Done well. It lost, it lo it lost points off top, <laughs> off top because it is a prequel, right? And I already yes. know the premise of the film. Yes. Right. It also lost points because I feel like with action films, you could cut out a lot of storyline, you can cut out a lot of character development. And not saying that storyline and character development really was lacking in this film. I okay. think I just got a bad taste, and I'm a bit biased, to be honest with you. Uh, all right, okay. Well, when then, it comes to action, okay. Mm. Well, then, like, okay, like, what would you say would be the best action films or your favorite ones, or Top ones tier. where like they beat the expectations? Because as we all know, they can get corny. Mm. They can, you know, that's, that's part of what we love about think, them is what we hate about them. I don't too. think I could willy nilly answer that question. That that has to be something that I really got to sit back and, and think about, and I'll give you an answer next week. Okay. But, all right. Um, okay. Well, what did you think of the first Rambo movie, which wasn't called Rambo, it was just called First Blood? Mm. So I'd have to watch that probably again with the lens that I have right now. Yeah. Because when I first... I haven't seen that in a very long time. Yeah. And the last time I saw it was in the 80s. Mm -hmm. And I know in the 80s I loved it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm a kid. Of course. Right? And yeah. I think, I think we, we romanticize films from our, our formative years. Right. 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 Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I got, I'd have to I'd have to okay. look at that again. Uh, Give me something more, more recent and I'll be able to tell you. Oh, more recent. Something more action. recent that you really like, action film. Damn, that's tough. And, and I will say this too, right? So a lot of the times when I see an action film in the theaters, mm -hmm. I've seen the previews and I've already seen all the best action sequences. Right, exactly. <laughs> Am I wrong? And you you're get to not the theater wrong. and no, you're like, no. nah, well, what the fuck? No. And I mean, okay, so the reason why I brought up First Blood is, um, I mean, I, I just watched it recently, but even before that, um, it's a different film 
than the rest of the movies in that franchise. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the kind of overblown '80s action cliches aren't really in the first one. It's kind of like stripped down and kind of like gritty. Right. Um, mm. Although I heard like the new or the first new Rambo movie got like was like really bloody and violent. I haven't seen it, but the whole thing with you know even with Stallone, you know he didn't say a lot in the first. Uh, you know, in the first film, like, right. he, like there wasn't there was a lot of dialogue from him. It was like the premise was just like pretty much just like, dude, he's this like, uh, you know, he's this like Vietnam vet, you know, just going through this town, and they give him shit just because yeah. he's going through, and then you know he just like fucks with all of them. Mm. So it's kind of yeah. like you know that part of it is so. Cool. I mean, with, with with you with you um, reminding me of the storyline. I mean, I could already tell you if I watched it again. I'd probably shit on it, mm-hmm. looking back on it. But I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I fucking love it. It's like, Vendor First Blood, not me. Okay, sorry. Well, all right, and I, I'll tell you this too, right? So yeah, other action films I could think of recently, right? Like Marvel films, right? Well, uh, and I, I like those, and they get, they get closer to a 10, and some of them have actually gotten a solid 10. And from me, because... I romanticize comic books because yeah. I've comic books and I know the storylines from my formative years. Yeah, right? see, I, um, I've never really one, had that strong love of like comics and stuff. An, another one, and I love sci-fi, but yeah. like uh, another one that I that I kind of romantic is the 007 joints. I yeah. love James Bond. I mean, because I, I grew up watching James yeah, Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, know? I don't like intensely love James Bond, but I love Sean Connery. Okay. So it's like if I'm gonna do James Bond. I'll usually do like one of the Sean Connery jokes. I fuck with you know? I fuck with Sean, Sean Connery. I fuck with Pierce Brosnan, and I fuck with Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig's a good ass Bond. Yeah, yeah. I would probably say he's probably my favorite Skyfall out of the was post. Dope as fuck. Daniel Craig's probably my favorite out of the post Sean Connery. Sure. You know what I mean? So um, Skyfall was dope as fuck. Okay, I I, I didn't see that. One, That's a good but, fucking. Film. Okay. You got to see that. One. Um, anyway, uh, the the film Prey. One one of the one of the things that I really loved about it is there there's it's a heroine in it right mm-hmm. yeah um, it's a female protagonist right and she is a badass of course she is I fucking love it she's smart um, she clearly they made a very strong point in the film that she lacked the brawn that the male counterparts of the other members of the tribe had mm-hmm. but she's so much smarter. Yeah, of course. She's so much smarter. Yeah, mm-hmm. so smarter than all the, the rest warriors, of the cats. Right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I highly, I highly recommend this film. Even if you don't like Alien and you don't like Predator, this film is fucking dope. You should watch it. Yeah, you should watch it now. I've been wanting to rewatch Predator too. Oh, now see, y'all were going kind of hard on me, but I'm looking on IMDb right now, and IMDb only gave it a seven point two out of ten. No, I, mean, I gave it a seven. Really. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a lot of it's a lot of uh, bigots being very vocal about it because oh, it's a because female, it's a woman, yep. because mm-hmm. she's native. It's like, are you saying, you know, a, a a little a little brown girl could kill the predators when these marines yes. couldn't? Yes, yeah. But you know, yes, they probably you could. Know how, yeah, you know yeah. how that fucking goes. Well, yes, that. you know, this is like they get mad when any of their favorite franchises, you know, gets a movie where there's a. Uh, uh, 
uh, female lead or you know a uh, person of color lead or LGBT right you like, know white people just want to all this woke shit right you know just want to be in the spotlight they, they right. so, so mad it's not a story they, based around y'all yeah so, so yeah. mad that the hero didn't look like them exactly right like, uh, you know what fuck yeah y'all. yeah yeah no no excellent film highly recommended but this is what y'all came here for this week where did I come for Izzy Izzy to you yes sir yeah an obscure selection come with it for us this week i know you do i do i do i do y'all i was sweating uh, you was making me nervous yeah, I thought yeah. maybe this was the week <laughs> maybe this will be the one week maybe this where... is the week where we're disappointed i you know well, you know I, I i try to bring y'all something entirely new and fresh every week and it's uh it's not easy man it's only so much you know music going on out there and so much really dope shit worth talking that about that is absolutely not true there's infinite amounts of music out there but, you know yeah you know, you know, uh, i like that i like that though i gotta make it seem like i'm fucking working hard like i'm not just like okay what's good right you know? okay okay i'm pretty sure your algorithm on spotify is so where you could just put that shit on random and be like, "Yep, that's one." Yeah. Like after you hear yeah, three no, songs, sh- you're like, "Yeah, that's the one." No, my sh- my shit is so crazy. I'm like, don't nobody want to hear this but me. <laughs> nobody, nobody. This is this is just for me right here. I Sometimes you feel that way though. I don't know. Yeah. All right, what you got? This week though, I had to take it back to a band that I talked about previously, but the album dropped. The band is called Coco Roco. Oh. They are a. Yeah, Coco Roco. Thank they, you for they telling fi- me. They finally dropped it. So, oh, that's you know, right. I, I, yeah. I talked about them before. London based, eight piece group. Yes. Um, could we be more? You, huh? Yeah, dude. Mm, yeah, it's. Okay. Could we be more? It's the album. Okay. just came out. It yeah, is yeah. so sick, man. It's okay. so sick. Okay. So, um, type of music, it's uh, it's very jazzy. It's Afrobeat. You know, they're, uh, they're keeping it fresh, though. It doesn't sound like. Afrobeat in the seventies, you know what I'm saying? It's 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 hip, it's cool, it's you know it's dope as fuck, but okay. they keep it very, very jazzy, man. Mm. Um how many how many let's see how many tracks this joint got. Uh fifteen. Fifteen, but that's you know, uh outro and uh I think they got a intro and a skit in there too. So it's a very solid album. Um it's about almost an hour long. It's it's really dope, man. My favorite tracks on there right now are Age of Ascent and Dedeo. Man, track number four and number five, it is so goddamn fresh, man. Uh-huh. They um right now they're touring over in Europe. They they're doing big things. They're in um Belgium, France, Netherlands, Italy, Germany, like they doing the thing, man. It's okay. it's really dope to see, you know, this this band of black you know, young young black kids get together and make this really dope music and yeah, travel the world and shit. That's the so album fresh. cover is fresh as hell too. Yeah, so fresh, so fresh. Yeah, but um, you know, it's it's up. Uh, you can pull it up on Spotify, YouTube. You know, you can buy the shit wherever. Go to the website. But um, it's it's really dope. It's it's black as fuck. I love it. That's what's up. If y'all yeah, heard, if y'all yeah, heard the Coco I can't Roco, wait to check this out. If y'all heard a Coco oh. Roco. Yeah, you better get on it. Coco Roco. K O K O R O K O. Coco Roco. It's only three letters in this whole name. So, yeah. And it's K's, right. a K, K's O's, and R's. It's spelled spell it like how it sounds, exactly. honestly. There's no C's. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Coco Roco. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. All right. So yeah, I'm gonna give it I'm gonna I'm gonna, man, I got a lot to listen to this week. Yeah, man. I wanna say thank you guys. Because y'all y'all keep some fresh ass tunes on my ears, man. I think that's the whole reason mm. why he even does this podcast. Yeah, I mean I hate the rest of it. Just, <laughs> <laughs> y'all are cool and all, but I mean the music. Yeah. It's, it's it's like, <laughs> right. That's that's really what I'm I here was trying for. to update my Spotify. That's all it is. My my <laughs> off, yeah. goddamn. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, no, I, you know, I, I love y'all. I love you, Izzy. I love you, Jaffa. Yeah, love you yeah. too, bro. Yeah, love y'all. Thank you for another wonderful week. Some some great material and some yeah. fellowship. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what it's about. Some exchange of ideas. Every time I do this podcast with y'all, I feel a little bit smarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We some well informed brothers. I think so. I think so. Some very, some very good insight. Yeah, and some deaf ass perspective. Deaf as fuck perspective. All right. So that's all we got for y'all this week. All right. Yes. Yes. Beat your kids. Not too hard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Jank on them. You know, roast them. But not too much. They'll talk about, you know, the shit they can't help. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> Raise some good humans, man. That's that's the thing. Raise some good humans that don't do good because they're afraid of consequence. Raise some good humans that want to do good because that's the right thing to do. Exactly. You know? Exactly. But we'll catch y'all next time. And week. hug and kiss your kids, too. Hug and kiss Because they need kids. them. Don't be bullying right. your kids. You yeah. know what I mean? Just because you got your ass beat don't mean they got to. Right. You know? <laughs> it don't mean they got to. That's like a motherfucker saying, no, college shouldn't be free. I'm still paying back my loan. So? Right. Yeah, so, just, You should have took out the loan. Yeah, well. <laughs> you got a lot of motherfuckers that don't have a lot of empathy. That's right. what that is. Because I suffered. You got to suffer. Too. Nah, yeah. dog. God damn it. I got my ass beat. You got to have your ass beat, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's tradition. You know, mama beat me. I turned out just fine. You turned out just fine to beat your damn kids. That ain't just fine. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. All right, y'all. We're going to holler at you next week. All right. Y'all be safe. Peace. Yeah, peace. Does it build character in your in your soup? Yeah. So yeah like there's some carrots and some characters <laughs> <laughs>